Come through the sky, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Zay, collectively known as SoCal Incensor SCU! This is Catch, Hook, and Shoot, the worst podcast I've ever been on. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Catch, Hook, and Shoot, the best podcast you never heard of. My name's Tom. I am your host. Today is Sunday, January the 10th, 2021. I want to thank everybody for listening, watching, and subscribing on YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure you're following on social media on all platforms. You can find the show at Catch, Hook, Shoot. Head to patreon.com slash catch, hook, shoot for bonus content. ProWrestlingTees.com slash catch, hook, shoot for your t-shirts. And our other web store, catchhookshoot.bigcartel.com for uh, merchandise you won't find on Pro Wrestling Tees. And you can find links to all of that and more on our link tree, which is linktree slash catchhookshoot. Or you can scan this little uh, QR code right here in the corner if you're watching on YouTube. That'll get you links to everything regarding the show. And if you ever want to shoot me an email, it's catchhookshoot at gmail.com. So let's dive right into everything going on in the wonderful world of professional wrestling this week. Starting it all off like we always do with the match of the week. So the match of the week this week comes from AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday night, and it was the uh, the AEW World Heavyweight Championship match, Kenny Omega defending against Ray Phoenix. Um, fantastic match, as you would expect from these two guys, I mean, really two of the best in the world, and they just tore it up. And fantastic match. Kenny Omega did retain the championship, um, as you would expect, but uh, did did have a little bit of a surprise there at the end, which I'll get into in a minute here. But uh, yeah, if you if you are only going to watch one wrestling match this week, make it Kenny Omega versus Ray Phoenix from AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday. Just, uh, yeah, fantastic, awesome match between these two guys. So moving right along into the next segment of the show, it is my top three highlights of the week, and that is called Three Count. Number one on the three count this week is from uh, Being the Elite, which is the uh, uh, the YouTube show of the uh, the Young Bucks and the AEW guys. Um, yeah, if you don't if you don't follow Being the Elite, definitely check it out. At the very least, check out this week's episode. But you know, go back and watch some of the old ones too, because it's a really really entertaining uh, web show that these guys have been putting out for quite a few years. But uh, this week's show. Uh, it was called Tribute and showed a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff from the Brody Lee Tribute show from Dynamite. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, just a really, really cool episode. Um, it showed uh, some backstage stuff, a backstage speech being made by Eddie Kingston uh, during the uh, the Brody Lee Tribute show, which was really, uh, just really powerful. I mean, Eddie Kingston is... Uh, just an awesome guy in general. I've met him in person. Very cool, very down-to-earth guy. And definitely, you can see in this video what a leader he really is in the locker room. Uh, number two on the three count from AEW Dark, we saw a promo segment between uh, Negative One from the Dark Order, Brody Lee Jr., and Marco Stunt. And uh, it, it's just very interesting visual because Brody Lee Jr. is eight years old, and he is 
maybe not even a foot shorter than Marco Stunt. I mean, you know, Marco Stunt, very small guy, and Brody Lee Jr., obviously his father, very, very tall man, so you can tell Brody Lee Jr. is going to be the same as he grows up. But, uh, yeah, at eight years old, he's almost the same height as Marco Stunt, but uh, just a cool... Cool little promo segment between the two of them. Uh, Brody Lee Jr. seems to just be a natural when it comes to wrestling in general. If you watch some of the videos of him wrestling around with some of the guys and now seeing him, you know, do, doing a promo at eight years old just off the top of his head. Uh, just a cool little segment ended in a, a pull-apart brawl, so to speak, uh, with... Uh, you know, Cody Rhodes and some of the producers coming out to pull him apart and Brody Lee Jr. chasing Marco to the back. It was just a really, really cool segment from AEW Dark. So definitely go back and check that out as well. And number three on the three count uh, from AEW Dynamite, we saw a, a reunion of sorts of the Bullet Club with Kenny Omega, the Good Brothers, who came in to uh, attack... Uh, the, uh, the Lucha Brothers after the, the title match, and the Young Bucks, who came out uh, at the end of all of that. And uh, we, the show ended with the, the, uh, the five of them standing in the middle of the ring with Don Callis throwing up the, uh, the two sweet signs, signifying that the, uh, the Bullet Club, that particular version of the Bullet Club, is back together. Uh, and, of course, there was some, uh, you know, some talk online from the uh, current Bullet Club members from New Japan, uh, specifically Tama Tonga. Uh, who, you know, even though they say Jay White is the uh, the leader of the Bullet Club, Ta Tamatanga is the, he he's the leader of the Bullet Club. I don't care what anybody says. But, uh, yeah, kind of talking talking a little trash about it. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Hopefully, maybe somewhere down the line that'll lead to something with New Japan and AEW. But, uh, hey, who knows? But uh, very, very cool to see the uh, the reunion of the uh, the. Uh, the Good Brothers, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega on AEW Dynamite. So uh, I'm very interested to see where this is going to go between AEW and Impact. <clears throat> so moving into uh, news and rumors and results and all that kind of fun stuff for the week. Starting off Monday Night Raw, uh, we had uh, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and Charlotte all declared for the Royal Rumble. Uh, the New Day picked up a victory over the Miz and Morrison in a match made by Teddy Long, which was uh, pretty pretty cool, um, you know, a fun little segment to kick off the show because uh, it was uh, was Legends Night. Um, Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce got a victory over the women's tag team champions, Asuka and Charlotte. Now, the interesting part of this is uh, Ric Flair was actually at ringside with uh, with Charlotte and actually cost Charlotte and Asuka the match because he tripped Charlotte towards the end of the match there. So, uh, um, you know, we saw Charlotte kind of get in his face and tell Rick to just you know, get get the hell out of here, basically. Uh, Riddle picked up a victory over Bobby Lashley in a non-title match, so I'm pretty sure we're going to see a U.S. title match between Lashley and Riddle. I would say more than likely it'll uh, end up being at the uh, at the Royal Rumble with those two. Uh, we were supposed to see a match between Shayna Baszler and Mandy Rose. That ended up not happening. Shayna attacked Mandy while she was on her way to the ring. Uh, Dana Brooke, Mandy's tag team partner, took her place and actually got a victory over Shayna Baszler, surprisingly. So it looks like Mandy and Dana getting uh, getting a little bit of a push in the, the women's tag team division there. So we'll have to see where, uh, where that ends up. Uh, and then throughout the night, we saw Randy Orton kind of... Uh, intimidating getting in the faces of some of the legends of course orton being the legend killer uh saw him with uh big show and mark henry rick flair you know just uh yeah being being randy orton <clears throat> uh, and then uh 
Orton did actually have a match against Jeff Hardy, uh, picked up a win in that one. Uh, actually, a really good match between those two. And, uh, yeah, not uh, really nothing to advance the story of Orton and The Fiend and or Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss or any of that stuff this past week. So I would assume they'll pick it up uh, this coming week, you know, to continue that rivalry. Uh, Lucha House Party got a victory over the Hurt Business in a non-title match as well, and they're continuing to show some kind of dissension in the ranks of the Hurt Business with Cedric Alexander kind of, you know, look, looking like he's going to break away from the, the Hurt Business, uh, which I'm I'm not a big fan of. I like the Hurt Business as as a, uh, a cohesive unit. They've, you know, shown that uh, they, they're dominant in the tag team division and with Lashley as the, the U.S. champion, I, I'm a I'm a big fan of the Hurt Business, so I'm hoping, you know, that this won't lead to them splitting up or Cedric splitting from the group, but that's probably where it's going. Our uh, truth ended up getting back the 24-7 title, and uh, let's see, Drew McIntyre retained the WWE title against Keith Lee in another very good match between these two guys. And then at the end of the show, we saw the appearance of Bill Goldberg came out and challenged Drew McIntyre for the Royal Rumble. It looks like that match is going to happen. Why, I don't know. Um, you know, there there are plenty of viable challengers for McIntyre. I mean, there's no reason Lee couldn't get another title shot. They've been building up the story with McIntyre and Sheamus for weeks. Um, so I, I don't know why the need to bring in Goldberg as the the challenger but uh, it is what it is so it looks like goldberg is going to be challenging drew mcintyre for the wwe title at the royal rumble moving on to tuesday aew dark uh oh and i'm forgetting to switch my little uh <laughs> my little uh cards here in the corner of my video so uh sorry about that so there we go dark <laughs> yeah tuesday aew dark uh jungle boy has new entrance music and it is tarzan boy from the band baltimore um yeah if, if you've never heard this song look it up it's it's perfect for jungle boy i've always thought it, you know that would be perfect entrance music for him and as it turns out tony khan thought the same thing because he went and bought the rights to the song specifically for jungle boy as a christmas gift no less so uh yeah jungle boy now entering the uh the ring to the song tarzan boy which is pretty cool uh, and in the main event on Dark, saw Frankie Kazarian get a victory in a really good uh, four-way match. Picked up a win over Darius Martin, Griff Garrison, and Angelico. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, Kazarian victorious in that one. Moving on to Impact. Uh, Ace Austin got a win in another good four-way match against Casey Navarro, Crazy Steve, and Blake Christian in kind of a, uh, a preview of the Super X Cup from uh, from Genesis, which just happened last night. Uh, had another paid ad from AEW with Tony Khan and Tony Schiavone. I, I love these paid ads from from Khan. They're, I I just I think they're entertaining as hell. They're funny, you know, with the little digs that he makes at uh, at Impact and stuff like that. And you know, Tony Schiavone just kind of standing there look, looking disgusted, like just nothing but total disdain for Impact. So it's just they're they're cool little segments, and they they do a lot to build the. Uh, the rivalry and the relationship with AEW and Impact. Uh, Joe Doring and the new Cody Deaner picked up a win over Cousin Jake and Rhino. And uh, Cody Deaner, since he's hooked up with Eric Young and Joe Doring, it has just become vicious. And I gotta say, I'm liking I'm liking the more serious and aggressive Cody Deaner. 
Tommy Dreamer came out, made the save after the match when uh, Jake and Rhino were catching a little bit of a beatdown and challenged for a six-man match at Hard to Kill, which is going to be uh, what they call old-school rules, which is basically a hardcore, falls-count-anywhere type match between Doring, Diener, and EY against Cousin Jake, Rhino, and Tommy Dreamer. Should be, <laughs> should be interesting to see that one. Uh, Havoc and Nevaeh picked up a win over Jazz and Jordan Grace, so they will be going to the finals of the Knockouts Tag Team Title Tournament to take on Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles, and that's going to take place at Hard to Kill as well. Uh, Jordan Grace actually ended up challenging a uh, friendly challenge to Jazz for Genesis, which took place last night. We'll get into the results of that in a few minutes. Uh, saw, saw another appearance from uh, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers putting a beat down on Rich Swan and the Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, Sue Young has yet another personality coming out. We saw a segment with uh, uh, Deanna Perrazzo and, uh, and Kimber Lee. They had now remember they had previously asked Father James Mitchell to uh, change their Sue Young problem into a Suzy problem, and uh, apparently it didn't go quite to plan because instead of getting Suzy, we now have Susan. So <laughs> I'm very interested to see where this is going to go. Where uh, you know, whereas Suzy was the more kind of innocent, almost childlike personality, Susan very serious, wearing like a business suit. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm curious to see what, uh, what we're going to see from Susan going forward. Uh, we saw a interesting pre-taped segment between Ethan Page and his alter ego, the Karate Man, and apparently they're going to have a match at Hard to Kill, so Ethan Page not quite done with Impact just yet. Um, Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan fought to a no contest. The actual match lasted less than five minutes, and uh, before the referee threw it out, they uh, continued to fight all the way to the back where Alicia Edwards had been locked in a cage by Sammy Callahan. Turned out to be a trap, obviously, and uh, Shamrock and Callahan just put a, a beating on Eddie Edwards. Uh, from Genesis last night, uh, Jordan Grace did pick up the win over Jazz. Ace Austin wins the Super X Cup tournament. Uh, and uh, Willie Mack surprisingly defeated Moose in an I Quit match. I actually expected Moose to come out on top of that one. So, uh, But, yeah, Willie Mack getting the victory. Uh, moving on to Wednesday night and AEW Dynamite. Uh, the, uh, the Young Bucks and SCU picked up a win in an eight-man tag match over TH2 and the Acclaimed. At the end of the match, uh, SCU basically uh, laying down a challenge to the Young Bucks for the AEW tag team titles uh, and, you know, made mention that... Uh, uh, Kazarian had basically challenged Christopher Daniels, saying that uh, you know the next time they lose, they're done as a tag team, and they've been uh, they've been on a hot streak ever since. So it looks like we are going to be seeing uh, SCU versus the Young Bucks coming up sometime in the near future, I would think. Um, <clears throat> we saw Chuck Taylor lay down a challenge to Miro for next week, and this is basically in retaliation for the uh, the injury that happened to uh, to Trent. From the best friends and uh, the stipulation for this match is if chuck loses he becomes miro's young boy now if you're not familiar with japanese wrestling young boy is basically kind of like a uh, a second or a, um a valet for lack of a better term Bas basically he becomes miro's bitch <laughs> this is, is basically what the idea is 
Uh, Wardlow picked up a win over Jake Hager in a really good match between these two guys. I mean, th you know, it, this is what you call a hoss fight with these two guys. And, you know, this was the match I was most looking forward to this past week, and it did not disappoint. These two guys beat the hell out of each other, and Wardlow was victorious in that one, which I was a little surprised at, but, you know, in a very, very good way. A great way to uh, give Wardlow a little bit of a push. Uh, we had the weigh-in for the uh, the match coming up this week between Darby Allen and Brian Cage for the TNT Championship. We got our first look at the new TNT Championship belt. Uh, same basic belt design, but uh, with a black strap instead of red. I actually, you know, think it. Uh, you know, it's a it's a small change. Obviously, it's just the color of the strap, but uh, it, it makes a big difference. The belt looks really really good with the with the black strap instead of the red. And of course, you know, we did see an appearance by Sting uh, during during the weigh-in to uh, kind of, you know, chase off Team Taz when it looked like they were going to put a beating on Darby Allen. Cody Rhodes got a victory over Matt Seidel. And uh, yeah, at the, uh, at the end of this match, we saw Luther and Serpentico attack Cody and uh, Snoop Dogg, who had accompanied Cody to the ring. Of course, Snoop Dogg, one of the co-hosts of the uh, the show that uh, Cody Rhodes is is in on TBS, the uh, uh, the Go Big show, uh, got uh, got a little bit involved and hit probably the worst looking splash I've ever seen off the top rope. But hey, it's Snoop Dogg. He was having fun. And, uh, you know, I, I defy anyone who's not a pro wrestler to uh, climb to the top rope and jump off without being a little hesitant. <clears throat> Uh, Hikaru Shida successfully defended the AEW Women's World Championship against Abaddon. Uh, another good match. Uh, yeah, I, I am a big fan of Abaddon. And, you know, I, I honestly expected her to win the title in this match, but uh, Shida did retain. Uh, I already talked about Omega retaining versus Phoenix and the uh, the reunion of the, uh, the Bullet Club that we saw. And uh, coming up next week, we're going to, or this coming week, I should say, Eddie Kingston is going to have a match against Pac. And Tainara Conti is going to get an NWA Women's World title match against Serena Deeb. So that should be a, a good one coming up uh, coming up this week on AEW Dynamite. So let's move on to the other Wednesday night show here, NXT. Karrion Cross got the win over Damian Priest in another really good match. Um, again, you know, Along the same lines as Wardlow and Hager, these two guys just went out there and beat the hell out of each other. Uh, the Dusty Classic is going to be starting next week with the, the first two matches, Undisputed Era taking on Brizango and Ever-Rise taking on the Grizzled Young Veterans. Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano uh, threw their hats into the ring for the Dusty Classic. And it uh, looks like the Dusty Classic is going to have 12 teams. So kind of interesting because that means the final match is going to be a triple threat. There's really no, no other way to do it. So, uh, yeah, and the rest, rest of those teams are uh, Swerve Scott and Jake Atlas, Legato Del Fantasma, Imperium, uh, Drake Maverick and Killian Dane, uh, Kurt Stallion and August Gray, the Bollywood Boys, Kushida and Leon Ruff. And uh, the winners will get a... Uh, a NXT Tag Team Championship match, and uh, we also found out in addition to matches taking place on NXT, they will also take place on 205 Live, which is pretty cool. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, we saw the return of uh, Zia Lee, which, uh, yeah, definitely a big change in personality for her. Just very aggressive, very brutal. Still don't have any information on who this uh, hooded figure is that's kind of pulling the strings for Xia Li and Boa. I'm sure we're going to find out in the weeks coming up. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez 
got a win over Rhea Ripley in a last woman standing match. Another really good match. Shotzi Blackheart and Kushida got a victory in a mixed tag match over Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. And uh, two interesting pieces of news that we got. The next NXT TakeOver will be a standalone TakeOver taking place on Valentine's Day, February 14th. And this year there will be a women's Dusty Classic tag team tournament. So um, looking looking forward to that because uh, NXT is one of the best women's divisions out there. So I can't wait to see how the, uh, the women's Dusty Classic is going to pan out. And then in the main event of NXT, Finn Balor successfully retained the uh, NXT Championship in another amazing match with Kyle O'Reilly. I mean, this one was uh, right up there for, for match of the week. If it hadn't been Omega and Phoenix, it would have been Balor and O'Reilly. So, uh, yeah, just a really, really good match between these two guys. So definitely go back and check that one out as well. Moving on to uh, some MLW news. It was their Kings of Coliseum event this past week. Uh, the Von Erichs successfully retained the World Tag Team titles against the Dirty Blondes. We saw a segment from Filthy Tom Lawler uh, talking about something called Filthy Island. Not a whole lot of information on this one. I'm uh, assuming it's going to be something along the lines of what we've seen with... Uh, like UFC Island and that kind of thing, you know, a, a private island where matches are going to take place. But with Tom Lawler, who knows what he's got up his sleeve. So uh, it, it'll be uh, uh, it'll be interesting to watch this one play out. Uh, we were supposed to see a grudge match between Simon Gotch and, and Jordan Oliver. That match was postponed because apparently Gotch was MIA, but uh, we would find out later on in the show, not so much. He was, uh, he was there. Um, they're... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, probably the uh, the best match on this card was Leo Rush versus uh, Myron Reed for the middleweight championship. Leo Rush was victorious. He is the new MLW World Middleweight Champion. Again, another great match. And, I mean, with these two guys, you'd expect nothing less. I mean, Leo Rush, you know, love him or hate him. He's had a lot of... Uh, a lot of issues, a lot of controversy surrounding him, but uh, you cannot deny the guy's in-ring skill. And Myron Reed, one of the the best young wrestlers out there. Uh, so definitely go back and check this one out as well. Uh, and then after the match, uh, Jordan Oliver and Myron Reed cutting a promo backstage and uh, end up getting attacked by Contra, including Simon Gotch, uh, Jacob Fatu, the world heavyweight champion, and the debuting Sean Davari. So uh, Davari now part of Contra Unit in MLW, um, you know, which very interesting because Davari was actually also a part of the uh, Super X Cup tournament for uh, for Impact this week. So uh, yeah, Davari pulling uh, pulling double duty between Impact and MLW, which uh, hey, I'm here for it. Any any working between any companies can can be nothing but good. So I'm I'm loving it and. Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> we uh, found out from Selena De La Renta she will be in charge of this coming week's MLW Fusion show. She uh, yeah, apparently has a deal in her contract where she gets to executive produce one episode of Fusion per year, I believe it is. But uh, and, it, and that is legit. I mean, you know, uh, uh, from talking to uh, to Court Bauer, um, you know, or listening in on media calls and things like that, Selena De La Renta legitimately does act as a producer for MLW and 
you know, so these episodes where she's promoted as the executive producer, it, it's legit. She is, she is running the show, and she does a damn good job every time. So uh, this coming week, I, I, you know, expect it to be a really good show. Uh, Los Parks are going to be getting a tag team championship match against the Von Erics this coming week. And uh, filthy Tom Lawler will be the referee. So uh, that does not bode well for the Von Erics. And uh, in the main event of this past week's Kings of Coliseum show, Alex Hammerstone and uh, Mads Kruger from... Uh, <clears throat> from Contra fought to a no contest for the National Openweight Championship. And uh, so that that uh, that rivalry definitely not over uh Hammerstone versus Contra far from over I'm sure. Uh, I know Hammerstone wants uh wants that shot at Jacob Fatu for the World Heavyweight Championship. I cannot wait to see that match cuz those two guys are just going to go in there and absolutely try to kill each other. Uh, so moving on to some Ring of Honor news found out uh yeah, after a lot of speculation and uh, uh, investigation, or whatever you want to call it, from Ring of Honor, Honor uh, Marty Skrull and Ring of Honor have mutually agreed to part ways. So Marty Skrull no longer a part of Ring of Honor. A lot of speculation coming out of this. Is he going to go to AEW? I sincerely doubt it. Um, he just he comes with uh, you know he com he comes with some baggage to say the least because of uh, you know the. Uh, well, not even you can't even say allegations against him because he admitted to to what he was accused of. Um, so uh, yeah, just a lot of baggage goes along with Marty Skrull. Uh, if he's going to end up anywhere, I would think it would probably be WWE because I think they would be able to weather that storm. But uh, if he does end up in WWE, don't expect to see him in in uh, main events anytime soon. I mean. Best case scenario for Marty Skrull is he ends up in NXT and, uh, you know, possibly as a cruiserweight. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. You know, maybe WWE will take advantage of the uh, the controversy and, and push him to the moon in NXT and put him right in there against Finn Balor for the NXT title. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, I think if you're going to see Marty Skrull anywhere anytime soon, it's going to be somewhere in the WWE system, possibly even NXT UK. Who the hell knows? Uh, we also found out Dalton Castle is a free agent now, so a little bit of a surprise there. I, uh, you know, wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have expected Dalton Castle to leave Ring of Honor. He's pretty pretty much uh, synonymous with Ring of Honor, so uh, it'll be interesting to see where he lands in the, the coming weeks and months. Uh, but we did find out that uh, Bandito, Bateman, Brian Johnson, and Sumi Sakai have all re-signed with Ring of Honor, so they will be there for the foreseeable future. Moving on to some NXT UK news, uh, Ginny picked up a win over Piper Niven, so she's now the number one contender for the NXT UK Women's Championship. Uh, we saw the debut of Ben Carter, and, uh, <clears throat> and now uh, made his debut on Noam Dar's uh, talk segment, the, the Supernova Sessions. Uh, was confronted by Jordan Devlin, the NXT UK Cruiserweight Champion, and uh, ended up getting a Cruiserweight title match at his first night out. So Ben Carter versus Jordan Devlin was the main event of NXT UK. And damn, I mean, you know, Ben Carter, I, I've seen Ben Carter live a couple of times at Warrior Wrestling, and he is just so good considering he, he really has not been in the business that long. And then his, his debut... In WWE, he gets uh, a match with uh, the Cruiserweight Champion in NXT UK and tore it up. 
amazing match between these two guys and Triple H himself even commented on it you know I mean Ben Ben Carter is a star so you know definitely keep an eye on him if you haven't watched this match go back and watch NXT UK from this past week because Ben Carter just kicks all kinds of ass Uh, and we found out on uh, this coming week, Walter will be defending the uh, the NXT UK Championship against A Kid, who is the, uh, the NXT UK Heritage Cup champion. So that should be uh, should be an interesting match. Of course, you know Walter always has a size advantage because most of the most not all of the guys in uh, NXT UK you know a little little bit on the smaller side compared to Walter. So, but uh, yeah, should be should be a good match between Walter and A Kid for the NXT UK Championship. So moving on to SmackDown from this week, uh, kind of a weird segment starting off the show between Roman Reigns and Adam Pierce. Roman kind of, you know, um, just trash talking Pierce for making the match uh, uh, last week between Kevin Owens and Jey Uso, and uh, basically Roman asserting his authority, saying, you know, uh, showing, trying to show Adam Pierce that he's the one that runs the show on SmackDown and Pierce isn't, you know, isn't the one really in charge. And, uh, yeah, we, we found out uh, some more about that later on the show, which I'll get to in a minute here. Uh, Biggie and Apollo had uh, a pretty good match originally ended in a double pin, but it was restarted. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, cause during the, uh, the time in between after the double pin, the match was declared a draw. Uh, Biggie was supposed to retain the title. Apollo was, you know, wanting the match restarted, slapped Big E. That that was enough to convince Big E to say, "Okay, let's re- let's let's restart this and go again." And Big E did successfully uh, retain the Intercontinental Championship against Apollo uh, Apollo Cruz. Uh, found out a little more about what Sonya Deville is doing back on SmackDown. It looks like she's going to be kind of an authority figure from uh, what was being said backstage between her and uh, and Adam Pearce. So uh, kind kind of interesting. I I don't I I don't know. I I like Sonya Deville in the ring. I I'm hoping this authority figure thing is just going to be temporary and she's eventually going to end up back in the ring. But uh, we'll have to see. Uh, Bianca Belair and Bailey both declared for the Royal Rumble on the SmackDown side. And uh, we've got new SmackDown Tag Team Champions in Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode picked up the win over the Street Profits. Um, yeah, li- little bit of a surprise, but, uh, you know, you figure the Profits have been champions almost a year, believe it or not. So, uh, you know, it was, uh, apparently it was time to, uh, you know... For, for a title switch, but a real good match between the Prophets and Ziggler and Rude, who I guess are calling themselves the uh, the Dirty Dogs now, or something like that. So that, or at least that's what it says on their gear and their ring jackets. So, uh, but yeah, Ziggler and Rude are your new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. And then we found out from Paul Heyman that Adam Pearce was entered into the number one contender's gauntlet match for the, uh, the main event of the show, which... Uh, you know, just an extension of, you know, Roman flexing his muscle again. Uh, the gauntlet match itself was really good. Shinsuke Nakamura actually technically won that gauntlet match, picked up wins against Rey Mysterio, Baron Corbin, and Daniel Bryan. Uh, you know, it was just looking like Nakamura was going to, uh, you know, earn uh, earn himself a title shot. But then at the end, uh, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso came out, put a beating on Nakamura, uh, put a little bit of a beating on Pierce, threw him on top of Nakamura. So Adam Pierce wins the gauntlet match and is your number one contender for the Universal Championship and will get a match against Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. Now, that being said, 
A lot of people are rolling their eyes at this. It's, you know, Roman uh, picking a spot, picking a, an easy opponent. I, I'm going to try to stay optimistic on this one because, you know, Adam Pierce is a damn good wrestler. Now, admittedly, he has not had a match in six years since he started working for WWE. But Adam Pierce is a former five-time NWA World Heavyweight Champion. You know, him and Colt Cabana had had some of the best NWA title matches in, in, in recent history. So, you know, don't count out the fact that this could be a good match. You know, I'm not saying Pierce is going to win the Universal title, you know, unless there's some kind of shenanigans from possibly Kevin Owens coming in, which is a, a distinct possibility. But, you know, I, I, I'm... I'm being cautiously optimistic that they're at least going to allow Pierce to show what he can do and hold his own for a little bit, just just a minute or two. You know, get a couple of moves, get a couple of shots in. You know, let Adam Pierce show what Adam Pierce can do. I'm not saying he's going to win the Universal Title, like I said, but uh, you know, th this could be decent at least. It doesn't have to be a one-sided just squash for Roman. You know, let 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 Adam Pierce get a couple of shots in. That's all I'm saying. So, um, yeah, moving on to some New Japan news here. Uh, apparently, New Japan is close to a new U.S. TV deal, uh, as was announced during uh, Wrestle Kingdom last week. Uh, and Wrestle Kingdom started off by Kevin Kevin Kelly, the uh, the English announcer, saying it's January fourth. You know what that means? Of course, a little bit of a tribute to to Brody Lee there. It was a very very classy move by New Japan and Kevin Kelly. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom was dedicated to Brody Lee. Uh, we've got new IWGP Tag Team Champions, as predicted here on the show. The Gorillas of Destiny uh, did pick up the IWGP Tag Team Championships. So, uh, yeah, Bullet Club pretty much owns tag team wrestling. And I said this on social media. You got Gorillas of Destiny with the IWGP Tag Team titles, the Good Brothers with the Impact Tag Team titles, and the Young Bucks with the AEW Tag Team titles. Uh, yeah, Bullet Club owns tag team wrestling. That's it. Uh, there was also a, an appearance on video from John Moxley, the IWGP United States champion, uh, basically saying, you know, whoever wins the, uh, the U.S. title certificate match, uh, you know, he's going to be waiting for him. And Kenta did retain that U.S. title challenge certificate, so it will be Kenta versus Moxley at some point in the future. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that, that match is going to be just sick. Uh, Kazuchika Okada picked up a win over Will Ospreay during Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Cody Ibushi defeated Naito on night one for the uh, IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships. And uh, yeah, Ibushi wants to unify those titles into one. So they're no longer two separate titles. So we'll have to see how that turns out. Uh, Toru Yanu wins the King of Pro Wrestling Trophy. Uh, Takagi retained the Never Openweight title against Jeff Cobb. Sonata defeated Evil. Uh, Takahashi defeated Ishimori for the Junior Heavyweight Championship, and on night two, Kota Ibushi retained the Heavyweight and Intercontinental titles against Jay White, and uh, very despondent Jay White after that match during the press conference basically said that uh, New Year's Dash was it for him, and he was done with New Japan after that, and so uh, very interesting, and you know, rumors flying around all week that uh, WWE is heavily 
recruiting Jay White. So uh, could we see Jay White pop up in, in NXT? Who knows? Um, you know, sp possible surprise entrant for the uh, for the Royal Rumble. Kind of like what, uh, what happened with AJ Styles a few years ago. You know, we'll have to wait and see. But, uh, yeah, if, if the rumors are true, WWE really wants Jay White. So we'll have to see where that one leads. All right. And uh, so now let's get into some uh, previews and predictions for the Impact pay-per-view coming up uh, this coming weekend. Hard to kill. We've got the finals of the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championship Tournament. Havoc and Nevaeh taking on Kiara Hogan and Tasha Steeles. I got to go with Hogan and Steels on this one. They they seem to be, you know, red hot right now in the uh, in the knockouts division, uh, in the knockouts tag team division specifically. So I'm going with Kiara Hogan and Tasha Steels as the new Impact Knockouts tag team champions. Uh, I've got Manic taking on Chris Bay and Rahit Raju in a uh, three way match for the X Division Championship. I'm going to pick Manic to retain in that one. Deanna Perrazzo defending the Knockouts Championship against Taya Valkyrie. I'm going to pick Deanna to retain just because, you know, the rumors are out there that uh, that Taya's contract is coming up uh, sometime within the next couple of months. Uh, so, And as far as I'm aware, I, I have not seen anything that she has re-signed. So we may see Taya making her exit from, uh, from Impact in the, the next couple of months here. Then we've got Eric Young. Uh, Cody Deaner and Joe Doring taking on Cousin Jake Rhino and Tommy Dreamer in that uh, old school rule six-man match. Um, I, you know what? I got to go with EY Deaner and Doring on this one. They're just they seem to be getting uh, you know they're they're getting pushed into the that top heel faction spot in Impact. So I got to go with uh, with EY Deaner and Doring. Uh, then we've got Karate Man versus Ethan Page. Now, this is definitely going to be a cinematic match because, well, they're the same guy. So it kind of has to be. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna say the Karate Man is going to win this one. And, uh, you know, this, this is potentially Ethan Page's uh, exit from Impact as he is, you know, he is a free agent. Technically, his contract ended at the, uh, the beginning of the year. So... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Karate Man. <laughs> then Eddie Edwards versus Sammy Callahan in a barbed wire massacre match. I don't care who wins this match. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be violent. And it's going to be beautiful. So, uh, yeah, Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan, barbed wire massacre. And then the main event, we've got Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers taking on Rich Swan and the Motor City Machine Guns in a six-man tag team match. I got to go with Kenny and the Good Brothers, especially, I mean, who knows, are we going to see the Young Bucks pop up in, in Impact or, you know, somebody else from AEW uh, during this match? Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to watch, but I'm picking Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers to, uh, to get the win. Uh, so that is it for news and uh, rumors and results and all that kind of fun stuff for this week. So uh, right now I'm going to throw it over to Charlie G, and he is here with your Indie Cut. Thank you, Tom, and hey, the wrestling friends. I'm Charlie G with your Indie Cut. Let's begin our wrestling world travels with Zero uh, One USA from Noble, Noble, Illinois, from Friday, December 31st. Sorry about this late notice on this match, but I figured get them out since they're from Illinois. Uh, we had Joey O'Reilly defeat Anakin Murphy. Uh, Cash Borden defeat Eric Dillinger. Camaro Jackson defeat Kevin H. Jason Tiller defeated Z.C. Hendricks. Mike 
outlaw defeated ATM. And for the IWAU Uprising title in a four-way match, uh, Kyle Pfeiffer defeated Daniel Eads, Joey O'Reilly, and Matt Maverick to become new champion. Uh, we go to Friday, January 1st. Uh, American Combat Wrestling and World Wrestling Network Proving Ground matches. Uh, it's on YouTube, so check that out if you wish. There was a four-way match between Corey Keese defeating Che Guzman, Doyle Day, and Mike Reed. Uh, Allie Rex defeated Raven Marie. And Stephen Frick defeated August Artoris. Sorry about that last name. Uh, Pro South Wrestling, We Ain't Playing from Piedmont, Alabama. Uh, for their all-out title... In a three-way match, champion Brandon Watley defeated Hold My Beer Hansen and Shane Mako. For their New Era Open title match, uh, champion Ricky Cagle defeated Cameron Keese. Uh, for their Anarchy Television title, uh, Reynolds defeated t champion Tyler Culprit by DQ. So no title change there. Uh, for their tag titles, Champions Ace Haven and Damian Sorrento, Sirotone, uh, defeated Jay Too Strong and Proc Johnson. Uh, for the SHW title, champion David Ali defeated Eric Silva. And for the heavyweight title, champion Austin Towers defeated Ben Buchanan. Uh, uh, some CLL matches from Mexico. Uh, there was a six-man tag with Mephisto, Luciferno, and Mephisto. They defeated Aduz, Mystic Aduz, Mystico, and Titan. And another six-man tag match, uh, Euphoria, Gran Guerrero, and Templario. Defeated Bandito, Caristico, and Diamante Azul. Pedociones, also from Mexico, uh, were Cyberpunk, Judas El Trader, and Murdoch defeated Camita Fly, Eddie Santos, and Silver Fox. Uh, Big Brazo, Brazo Celestial, Brazo Cybernetica, Co., and Brazo de Oro Jr. defeated Maximo, Skyade. Supernova and Zanke. And for the NWA Mexico Light Heavyweight title, La Mascara defeated champion Blue Demon Jr. to become new champion. So there is still an NWA championship being defended. So nice to see that. And welcome to my burial, also from Mexico, in a Barrio Bravo tag title match. International. Mara and Jorge El Salvage, who are champions, defeated Camouflage and Radical. Sorry if I butchered any of those names. Uh, on to Sari, January 2nd, and the start of Stardom's three days, three shows in three days. So the first day we had uh, Hameka defeat Lady C, Tam Nakano defeated Goki Gendeth and Ruaka, uh, we had Mayu Iwatani, Saya Ida, and Starlight Kid 
defeat Izumi, Momo Watanabe, and Sayaka Kamatani. Uh, Utama Hayashita and defeated Unagi Sayaka. And in a best two out of three falls, equal and tag match, Julia, Micah, Natsupoi, and Siri defeated B. Priestley, Konami, Natsu Natsuka Toro, and Saki Kashima. Okay, I'm I'm screwing up these names left and right tonight. Uh, so we, then we head back to here to the states for Wrestling United from Franklin, Georgia. Uh, in a tag match, uh, Chip Day and Mur Murder One defeated uh, Frankie Valentine and Lamar Diggs. Alex Taylor defeated uh, Talon Oxen. Slade Porter defeated Sean Nelson. Alex Kane defeated Vera Morales. And Ben Buchanan defeated Trevor Aon. To Time Bomb 8, as real as it gets, from Time Bomb Pro Wrestling, from Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, this was, it's on YouTube, uh, so check it out if you wish. It was pretty much held in a basement, from what it looked like to me. Since I only watched the first match of Dominic Greeny defeated the one called Manders. And, and for their time bomb title, no ring rules, uh, champion Oren Viet defeated Damon Springle. Like I said, it was from North Dakota. And some of these guys had to fly from New Jersey to Dakota in a day. So, all the best to them. Uh, then we move to Synergy. One two two one from Paulsboro, New Jersey, for the MF Network title. Champion Goldie defeated Evil Kip Stevens. Uh, KTB defeated O'Shea Edwards for the 2021 Garcia Invitational Tournament qualified qualifying triple threat match. Charles Mason defeated or Kovras and Steve Scott. Uh, Jay Evans defeated Casey Navarro by DQ. Uh, Alice Taylor defeated TJ Crawford. Uh, the Whisperer defeated Frightmare by DQ. And for the Synergy title match, Jordan Oliver defeated champion Brandon Kirk to become new champion. So congrats to Jordan there. Uh, nice show. I did watch the majority of it, minus the commentary, because, well, I'm sorry. Synergy is, doesn't come in too well for me, so... Nice show. Nice to see Jordan win the title. Uh, now we can go to Renegade Championship Wrestling from Chatsworth, Georgia. For the Gold Rush Contract Tag Team Match, Chris Crunk defeated Cody... Oh, Chris Crunk and Cody Steele. Just sorry about that. Defeated Chris Payne and Paul Manson. Uh, Just Wade defeated John Bishop. And for the heavyweight title, Talon Williams defeated champion Dino Dupree to become new champion. On to Livewire Wrestling Decade of Power from Augusta, Georgia. Uh, for their inner title six-way match, champion Kavron Cannon Canyon defeated Ash Taylor, Garyan Tyre, Kay Howday. Bob Kilroy, Killjoy, and Roma Miller uh, for their tag title. Uh, 
champion Shay Shay McGrady and Will Dementit defeated Brandon Parker and Charlie Anarchy. And in their title match, champion Matt Sells defeated Gaston. Uh, then they also had a Boozerweight Classic 2 show. Uh, those matches are Solandra Royal defeated Dream Girl Ellie, Ellie for their Boozerweight Classic 6-way match. Uh, Matt Odam defeated Jeremy Cruz, Kikoa, Solandra Royal, Tommy Maddox, and William Blackwell. And the title match again. Champion Matt Sells defeated Jimmy Jacobs. So Jimmy Jacobs even got into a match <laughs> to start the new year. Uh, we go to KLT Promotions from Roan, Georgia. Uh, for the KLT Heavyweight title, Champion Zach Mosley defeated Mike Jackson. Uh, Jordan Kingsley defeated Travis Recon. And in a tag match, Rude Boy and Zero defeated Bryce Cannon and Cornelius Pepperbottom. Uh, on to IWA Mid South uh, Out with the Old, In with the New 2021 from Jeffersonville, Indiana. Uh, Daniel Luck and Gary J defeated Dewey Wellington and Congo Kong for their Mid South Junior Heavyweight uh, title. Which is vacant in a second match. Uh, Blake 182 defeated Anakin Murphy, Joe Demara, Kevin Giza, Nerd number five, uh, Nick King, and Sage Phillips to become the champion. That's Blake 182. Uh, in their IWA rules match, uh, Narles Garvin defeated JC Rodden. For the women's title, champion Thunder Kitty defeated Ari Alexander. Yeah, for the tag titles, uh, Devon Dixon and Silas, Silas Mason defeated champions Corey Storm and Joshi, Joshi Boy to become the champion. Uh, Larry D defeated Blake Steele. And for the heavyweight title, champion Jay Christ uh, defeated uh, Toby Farley. And to Core Professional Wrestling from Sand Springs, Oklahoma. Uh, in a four-year match, Rob Cabela defeated Derek James, Dexter Hardaway, and Drake Gallows. Uh, they had a CPW tag title rumble match where Sam Stackhouse and Samuel Savage become new, became new champions there. Uh, they held a heavyweight title tournament first-round matches with Double D defeating Mr. Nasty and Tommy Dean defeated Kilbane. Uh, CMLL from Mexico had another interesting match where Angel Diora, El Terrible, and Niabla Roja defeated Felino, Negro Casas, and Valador Jr. To January 3rd, Stardom New Year Stars 2021, Day 2. Uh, Saki Kashima defeated Lady C and Micah. Uh, Tamakano and Unagi Sayaka defeated Ruraka and Saeeda. Uh, six woman tag Azumi Sayakamatani and Utami Haishita defeated Gokiken Death, Mayu Iwatani, and Starlight Kid. 
Uh, Momo Watanabe took on Siri to a 15-minute time limit draw. And then 6 women tag, also Julia Hameka and Natsupoi defeated B. Priestley, Konami, and Natsuka Tora. Uh, good show again, once by stardom. Keep up the good work. Uh, on to Rai, Ryu Kayu Dragon Pro Wrestling. New Year's Special 2021. Uh, they had a show. Uh, Ice Ribbon, New Ice Ribbon 1091 had a show. where They had, they had a 14-woman tag team match. I will not put you through all those names. Uh, Gato Move Chaka Pro 78 took place on YouTube. Uh, Freedoms, Happy New Freedoms 2021. I will say for the King of Freedom World title next challenger decision one day tournament final match. Uh, Toshi Yuki Sakata defeated Taisuke Masa Masaka. Sorry about that. Uh, Dramatic Dream Team New Year Special 2021. All seats, 3,000 yen show, where they had 713 people. In <laughs> uh, an eight-man tag, Kanosuke Takshita, Mao, Shunma Katsumata, and Yuki Ueno defeated Akito, Kazuki Hirata, Kensuke Ishii, and Shota. That was an interesting match. And then... Soma Tako, Tatsuya Endo, and Yuji Hino defeated Chris Brooks, Hiroshima, and Kasada Huguchi. Uh, All Japan New Year's Wars 2021, Day 2. Uh, Jake Lee, Koji Iwamoto, and Tajiri defeated Dan Tamara, Hikaru Saito, and Suji Ishikawa for the uh, bear with me, G-A-O-R-A Gar TV titles, tables, ladders, and chairs match. Jun Kasai defeated champion Yoshitatsu to become new champion. I saw a brief uh, clip of this. This was a brutal match, so check that out if you wish. Not sure how, but find out. And then for the Triple Count title, champion Suwama defeated Yuma Ayagi. Uh, then Active Advanced Pro Wrestling beginning of the New Year show took place where they also had a one day one day tournament. Uh, the final match was Daiji Yu Wakamatsu defeated Takaro Niko, Niki. And then they had a battle royal where Taylor Adams won that. Uh, back here in the States for Without a Cause, Without a Crowd number 6 uh, on the Twitch network somewhere. Uh, Jordan Ayat Oasis defeated Chris Ross. Rebel K, Rebel Kel defeated Timmy Lou Redden. White Mike defeated Dave Turner. In a street fight, Max Burnside defeated Jaden. And for the vacant Stallions title, in a four-way match, Keith Keita Murray defeated Drexel, Jacob Oso, and Steve Miggs uh, to become new champion. Uh, All-Star Pro Wrestling from Bethany, Oklahoma. Uh, for the Mid-American title, Garcia defeated uh, champion Thrash to become the champion there. Uh, 
Scott Sanders for a tag title match. Scott Sanders and Sean Sanders defeated champions Dean Lambert and Father Podge to become the champion there. And for the ASP title, uh, Double D defeated uh, Gemini. And in a non-title match, Tino Valentino defeated Brawler Morrison. Uh, on to Monday, January 4th, Stardom, New Year's Stars 2021, Day 3. Uh, Goki Death defeated Lady C. Atsuka Tora defeated Ruaka. Tam Nakano and Yunagi Sayaka went against Momo Watanabe and Saya Kamatani to a 15-minute time limit draw. Uh, Hemeka and Maika defeated Azumi and Utami Hayashita. And in a three-way, nine-woman tag team match, uh, Mayu Iwatani, Sayida, and Shalai Kid defeated Julia, Natsupoi, and Suri, as long as also B-Peacely, Konami, and Saki Kashima. Another good show by Stardom. And then on to Tokyo Show Pro uh, 2021, first show, uh, Suzumi defeated Arushu Endo in her debut match. Uh, Moka Miyamoto and Yuna Manazi defeated Hirono Neko and Palm Hirojuku in a red and white ropes rename in capsules match. Hyper Michio defeated Shaka Shoka Nakajima, so she will have to change her name for one month. I don't know that name yet. Sorry about that. And a six woman tag. Miri Miyumi. Miyu Watanabe and Nai Kakuda defeated Aja Kong, Mizuki, and Raku. Uh, then May, May St. Michelle and Saki Sami defeated Hikari Noah and Sina Siura. Mayu Yamashita defeated Maki Ido by KO with a nice kick to the head. And that was an excellent match there. For the Princess Tag Team. Princess Tag Team Title Match Champions Nanduka Tenma and Yuki Aino were champions defeated Mahiro Kiru and Yuki Kamafuku and for the Princess of Princess Title uh, Rika Tatsumi defeated champion Yuka Sakazaki uh, by referee's decision uh, she pretty much passed out from the figure 4 leg lock and a pretty good match between these two Nice show all, all around, and they had English commentary with Chris Brooks. Check that out if you can, and I hope they keep on doing the English commentary because it helped a lot, I must say. Uh, move to Noah, Sun New Sunrise 2021. Uh, match with Go Siyazaki, Hiroshi Hasi, and Kaito Kiyomiya defeated Keiji Muto, Masato Tanaka, and Namichi Marifuji. I can't, hopefully I get to see that match. That sounds great. On to Don, Danton Bori Pro Wrestling 2021 New Year. For the WDW title, champion Kazuka Miyahara defeated Kyoki Iwasaki. There was a World Woman Pro Wrestling Diana show. And then a big main event was New Japan Wrestle Kingdom. 15, day one. Uh, my favorite matches were 
Hiromu Takahashi defeating uh, El Fantasmo. Great match. Kazuki Okada defeated Ro Osprey. Awesome match there. And for the IWGP Heavyweight title and IWGP Intercontinental title, Kota Bushi defeated Tatsuya and Naito to become new champions. Great match there as well. So check that out if you can. Then back here to the States for a taped show from the Nightmare Factory. Showcase number one. Yes, from Norcross, Georgia. Uh, Cody Rose and Nightmare Factory are putting on their own shows on YouTube. Uh, so I'll go do it quickly. Uh, Hayden Backland. Yes, that Backland. He's related to him. Uh, defeated Logan Taylor. Uh, Brooke Havoc and Kat Spencer defeated Adina Divinity and Baby. And an eight-man battle royal. Dom Damien defeated Abraham Storm. Brian Andrews, Cal Flahaven, Haven, uh, Casey Rocker, uh, Luca Proctor, Mercury Peace, and Nori Botello, uh, Hunter Knott, and Rosario Grillo defeated Jacob Ryan and Josh Breezy, and Charlie Bravo defeated Dean Alexander. Uh, I only saw half of the show, so check that out if you wish. Nightmare Factory. Good stuff. Uh, Tuesday was Wrestle Kingdom Day 2, you know, uh, where Toriano uh, became the 2021 uh, King of Pro Wrestling title. So he won 2020, and he's holding the 2021 trophy so far. Uh, then another great match was for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title, where Hiromu Takahashi defeated champion Taji Ishimori. Awesome match. Uh, and then for the IWGP heavyweight title and Intercontinental title, champion Kota Ibushi defeated Jay White. And after the match, Jay White put on a press conference where he is said he is tired, tired of losing, tired of missing his family. And that has led to a lot of rumors. He has signed for seven years. I don't think he's leaving, folks, but you never know. It's Jay White. Uh, <laughs> then Wednesday, they had new their New Year's Dash show. Pretty lackluster, I must say, but so, if you want to watch it, please be my guest. There was an Ice Ribbons Peace Party 63, and then Limitless the Road Season 2, Episode 12, where Dummy XO defeated Channing Thomas, Divine defeated Katie Arquette, Adam Booker defeated Owen Brody, and Travis Huckabee defeated Perry Von Vicious. On to Thursday, January 7th, where NXA UK, where Ben Carter did make his debut. So check that out if you can on WWE Network. On to Friday, January 8th, uh, Big Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, I'll go with uh, the six-man tag of the Strong Hearts, which Shima, El Lindemann, and T-Hawk defeated Kota Sekafuda, Raichi... Kawakami and Yuya Oki for the junior heavyweight title. Isami Kodaka defeated champion Tashihiko Yoshino to become the champion. And uh, for the tag titles, champions Fuminara Abe and Takuya Numera defeated Chris Brooks and Andrew Parker. 
back here in the States for Southern Honor Wrestling from Canton, Georgia. Uh, in a tables match, Sunny Days defeated Austin Towers. Uh, in a singles match, Hold My Beer Hansen defeated Cyrus the Destroyer by Countout. In a Southern Honor Wrestling tag title number one contendership match, uh, Corey, Hollis, Corey Hollis and Michael Judas defeated Jordan Kingsley and Kevin Ryan, along with Chip Day and Kyle Matthews. And then in a SHW title steel cage match with special referee Danny Jordan, of all people. Uh, so champion David Ali defeated Owen Knight. I'd like to see that match. Hopefully it's out there somewhere. Uh, then No Peace Underground held a show, show uh, from Orlando, Florida. Where for the H2O Danny they have Danny Havoc hardcore title uh, champion Bam Sullivan defeated Oren Viet and Masato took on Ricky Shane Page to a no contest. Glad I didn't watch that. <laughs> uh, CMLL from Mexico where they had Bandito defeat Templario two falls out of one. Uh, hopefully that's on YouTube because I'd like to see that match. Uh, to earlier today, Saturday, January 9th, Sunday Girls Step and Go. They held a battle royal where Mika Iwata won that. Uh, Ice Ribbon, New Ice Ribbon's 1092 show took place from Yokohama, uh, where Sari and Sakasa Fujimoto defeated Ibuki Hoshi and Suzy Suzuki. And in their IW. 19 title match Takushi Hiraka defeated champion Homuko Hoshi to become new champion uh, On to actress girls Colors show where Mikato, Mizuki, Mikato Mizuki and Yuni Yuna Mizumori defeated Mil Rina Amakura and Sukaran Bonita on to Dragon Gate, open the gate 21, 2021, day one. Uh, Takato Kamiya and Ultimo Dragon defeated Don Fuji and Koji Toro. On to Japan Dream Team, go, D, go to DDT uh, from Corgan Hall, where Matt Polly and Yuji Hino defeated Chris Brooks and Shuma Katsumata. For the KO'd tag title match, champions Kosada Huguchi and Yukio Sakaguchi defeated Shima and Soma Taka. And for the DDT Universal title, champion Yuki Iyuno defeated Shota. Uh, then on to 666 Volume 102, 2021 Dark World's opening battle. And they held a tag team tournament. So the final match was Koju Takeda and Yusake Koden Kodama defeat Fumanaro Abe and Yuko Miyamoto. So that's a wrap for me. Till next time with more indie shows from around the wrestling world. Don't forget to look out those Twitch streams and YouTube channels for other wrestling content. Thank you for watching or listening. Hope you enjoyed the cut. Keep safe, take care, and be kind everyone. And back to you, Tom. 
All right, thank you, Charlie. So let's keep rolling right along into the next segment of the show here where I get to play a kind of armchair promoter. We are continuing with our latest fantasy tournament. And of course, I am talking about the Fantasy Booker. Right, so we are continuing with round one of our Fantasy Warrior Wrestling Tag Team Championship Tournament. And uh, this week we've got another, what I would call a quintessential Warrior Wrestling matchup here of Jordan Grace and Jonathan Gresham taking on the Space Pirates, Shane Saber and Space Monkey. Um, now, if, guys, if you've never seen the Space Pirates, look up some of their matches. They're, they're one of the most fun tag teams you ever want to watch i mean uh steve tortorello and i talked about this uh one of the times previously when he was on the show you you know especially space monkey you see this guy coming to the ring wearing a monkey mask and a tail and and it's just the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen and it works and then shane saber coming to the ring dressed like a pirate looking looking like Kyrie sane's dad or something and and you know it just works the space pirates are just they're you know they they don't try to be anything that they're not they're all about putting on fun entertaining matches and they are successful at it and they're good at it so and then, you know, I, I put them up against Jordan Grace and Jonathan Gresham in, in this first round because just the, you know, kind of polar opposites of Space Monkeys are all about going out there and, and just entertaining and having fun. And Jordan Grace and Jonathan Gresham, you know, uh, much more along the serious side of, uh, you know, Gresham, of course, the best pure wrestler in the world right now and you know jordan grace one of one of the toughest strongest most hard-hitting women in wrestling right now and and you know to see these four get in there and hook it up i think would just be a hell of a match but uh yeah in in this particular case i would have to give the victory to the space monkeys or the to the space pirates uh shane saber and space monkey and uh but yeah i think it would be uh just entertaining as hell but uh yeah the victory in this case, is going to the Space Pirates. They are moving on to the next round of the Fantasy Warrior Wrestling Tag Team Championship Tournament. So let's move into the last segment of the show for this week where I give, uh, yeah, usually a not-so-popular opinion, although I think this one may, may be a little bit more of a popular opinion, but I am talking about the Weekly Hot Take. All right, so there's been a lot of speculation and a lot of people, you know, giving their two cents and their guesses about who is going to take over as the the leader of the Dark Order since the passing of Brody Lee. And, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of good ideas thrown around out there, a lot, uh, a lot of, you know, or some kind of outside the box that you might not expect. Uh, Dustin Rhodes, one idea that I've seen out there online, Hangman Page, uh, Eric Redbeard, the, the former Eric Rowan, uh, Brody Lee's former tag team partner. And, you know, I, I get where all these ideas are coming from. I, you know, I think they're all pretty good ideas, but, uh, you know, I think... If you're going to put somebody else in that leadership role of the Dark Order, I think you need to pick somebody from within the Dark Order. 
And if you're going to go that route, to me, there's really only one choice, and that is Anna J, number 99. You know, if you watch the Dark Order segments on Being the Elite, she is, uh, the, the, the rest of the Dark Order is scared to death of her. You know, especially especially uh, Jonathan Silver and Stu Grayson. The, and, uh, you know, Anna is, uh, she was Brody Lee's protege. She was recruited by Brody Lee into the Dark Order. And so she is, in my opinion, the natural choice for the new leader of the Dark Order. So, and I just, I think it would work. The fans love Anna Jay. Um, you know, you can tell the, uh, uh, not just the rest of the Dark Order, but the whole roster respects the hell out of Anna Jay. And, uh, you know, to think that Anna Jay has only been in wrestling a very short time, I want to say not even two years, uh, it, it, and then to watch her work in the ring, it's insane, you know? And uh, she's just, she's got the... She's she has it, and she I think she is the one. If you were going to put somebody in that position for the Dark Order, uh, which I'll I'll go on record and say I don't think it needs to be done right now. You don't need to immediately replace Brody Lee, or or put somebody in that leadership role for the Dark Order right away. But uh, if it's going to be done at some point, I think the 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 right choice for that would be Anna J. Just my opinion. You know, like I said, there, there's been other ideas floated out there. Dustin Rhodes, Hangman Page, Eric Redbeard, you know, possibly, who knows, bringing somebody new or it could be somebody completely out of left field. Hell, maybe Jake the Snake Roberts could take over as a leader of Dark Order. Who knows? But for my two cents, I think Anna Jay would be the best choice for that because, like I said, she was Brody's protege. The rest of the Dark Order is scared to death of her if you watch Being the Elite. So it just uh, it just works, in my opinion. So uh, that is going to wrap things up for Catch, Hook, and Shoot this week. I want to thank everybody for uh, listening, watching, and subscribing, as always, on YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure to follow on social media. It's at Catch, Hook, Shoot on all platforms. And, uh, yeah, you can find everything related to the show, the web stores, uh, links to all the podcast platforms, YouTube, Twitch, uh, Patreon, whatever. Just click on this little QR code right here in the corner of your screen or head to Linktree slash CatchHookShoot. So with that, I am going to sign off. Hope everybody has a great week. Enjoy all the wrestling coming up this week. Uh, Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, wear your mask, do all that kind of stuff that you're supposed to be doing. And I will talk to you guys soon. 